Sophia, and welcome to the Well and Worthy podcast. This podcast is a journey where we will discuss all things mind, body, and soul, and learn how to take care of ourselves in a loving and genuine way. I'm so happy you're here as we dive into what wellness looks like on an individual level, and as we learn how to show up as our authentic and our highest selves. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I would first off like to start with a little bit of a an apology for the background noise. Um, I am moved in. We are we are fully moved into my college dorm uh, for junior year. So this is probably the last time, realistically, I will ever be living on campus because I'm actually going abroad in the spring. So goodbye, campus living. Um, but yeah, there's a bit of a din. Um, I'm not sure if y'all can hear it, but it shouldn't impact the audio like too much. It's just the air conditioning in my cute little tiny shoebox room. Um, and it's kind of the only place I can record where there's quiet. Um, but honestly, like at least I have this really fire view right now. I'm looking at these beautiful trees. My room is like actually the size of a shoebox, but it is beautiful because it is just mine. So this year I'm actually not sharing it with, so I have a, a roommate, but we share like a living room space basically. And I have my own like individual sleeping room, which basically only fits my bed. Um, but somehow I made it fit all of my plants and all of my posters. And I'm just like really loving it. Um, kind of living in this little space, calling it my own is just really a blessing that I'm enjoying right now. So that's kind of where I'm at in life. School is in full swing. We are into September. Um, and in Texas, it is still hot as all hell. Um, but it's it's enjoyable. It's a nice transition into the fall season. Um, and I'm just really, my vibe right now is just living life. You know what I mean? Uh, last week, I, I had a terrible cough and cold, so I did not record because I actually did sit down and try to record and it sounded like a smoker was recording. So I was like, they probably want to wait on that um, until my voice is healed. But here we are feeling better. Um, and today's topic is going to be so much fun. Um, today, we are talking confidence, the confidence chronicles. See what I did there? Some alliteration. Um, but we all, I mean, I feel like confidence is a really hot topic because everybody, everybody wants confidence. Everybody seeks confidence out. And I feel like I have a lot of personal insight to add regarding this topic. Um, we're really going to jump into it and um, just kind of figure out like how we obtain confidence in our personal lives, what it looks like to us, and really realistically what confidence is today versus, you know, what it's been made to seem on social media and all that fun stuff. So without further ado, um, I am going to jump right in by sharing a very personal story um, based in confidence. I admire this trait for years on other people, you know, and wishing that I could be just as confident as some of the people that I knew say in high school, for example. And there was, okay, so I was a volleyball player for all four years of high school. Grand old time, had the time of our lives, did the C team, JV varsity thing, you know, had the city rivalry. I look back on it fondly. Um, but there was this girl who was on my team. And, you know, for the story, we'll just call her Stacy. Um, Stacy carried herself with such confidence and leadership. She was on a higher team than me. She was she radiated this energy of like leadership, confidence, everything that I wanted to be versus what I allowed myself to project for years when I played volleyball. 
um, which was this really little character who considered herself terrible at what she did. Um, and, you know, this this whole concept of it, <laughs> this whole concept of, oh, she is so amazing and, oh, man, like, if I was as good as her, I would be just as confident, really put me in this little tiny place. And this magical concept of confidence, you know, now, now looking back, I, I'm looking at it and trying to grasp what is this magical con- concept of confidence and how do we obtain it? You know, did this did Stacy have a magic wand waved on her that I never had access to, you know, that let her walk through the world like this? That's what I always wondered because for the longest time I honestly thought that confidence was a gift of circumstance. You know, my my train of thought was, "Oh, she has a nice smile. Damn, if I had those teeth, you know, I'd be confident. If my body looked this way or I had this hair or I played on this team, then I'd be confident." So a gift of circumstance. But after making myself miserable, just kind of assuming, you know, I wasn't one of the lucky ones or whatever, I honestly got tired of it. I, and, you know, this is this was my breaking point moment, the moment where I looked and realized, wait a damn minute. I was watching a video of me playing volleyball from high school. This was like a year after I had already graduated. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. For the first time, it clicked in my brain that I was not a bad volleyball player. Like I was a solid passer. I, I played back row. And I had let myself, you know, not build up other skills in my head so much. I, if I, if I wasn't like, hey, oh my gosh, I was so bad. Like I'm so terrible. I probably could have built up my skills much more than I did, um, just because I had always assumed that I was a really shitty player. And watching that video, I was like, wait a minute. I remembered that I always got my serves over when I would be practicing on my own. I was actually a decent server. I would go practice by myself because I wanted to get better. I would train in the gym because I wanted to get better. But after missing like two serves one time to practice, I labeled myself as a bad server in my head and to other people. And guess what? I stopped getting them over. I did not get them over at games. I didn't get them over um, at practices. And once I had just kind of decided that I was a bad player or, you know, just I, I would actually even tell people, oh, I'm just happy to get a jersey. Like, even if I bench, I'm just happy to get a jersey. <laughs> and, you know, I single handedly with that perspective shaped my entire volleyball career and experience, even if it was subconsciously. And I know this all now in hindsight, but never even noticed it while it was happening. That my lack of confidence in myself shaped both my subconscious beliefs about who I was and how I played and my literal physical reality because I believed I was bad at volleyball. I made myself believe that. I let myself believe that. So I projected that outwards and I made everyone around me think I was also bad. I would apologize whenever I'd slightly mess up. I'd be like, oh, sorry, you know, very sheepish. Tell people I was happy to just be benching and get them water all the time. Like I would get water for other players that I idolized. It was this whole thing that I did in my head where I put myself down. And would constantly joke about how I dragged the team's stats down. And guess what? They all caught on to that. <laughs> I benched more. My coach caught on to that. And I benched more. I made I belittled myself and I cannot blame other people for, you know, not letting me my coach for not letting me play enough, my teammates for whatever putting me down because I was putting myself down. It was a lack of confidence and it was a cycle that my lack of confidence perpetuated. And looking back on that experience, you know, I realized that the difference between me and the other girl, Stacy, on my team wasn't natural born skill, at least for the most part. You know, to some degree, there's always an element of natural born skill. She was an incredible athlete and whatnot. But, you know, I was a hard worker too. 
it wasn't that Stacy was prettier or tougher or whatever. It was my refusal, refusal, subconscious or not, to believe in myself and playing small while she walked out there and played big and claimed a leadership role. It was her confidence and my lack thereof. Um, and, you know, we talk, we've talked before. If you haven't listened to the episode, there's an episode on self-love that I encourage you to check out. Um, but we've talked about self-love on the podcast um, and loving yourself. And the two, obviously, confidence and self-love go hand in hand. Loving and learning to love yourself as you are plants the roots for confidence because the way you see yourself will be through a lens of love rather than, you know, through a lens of belittlement like I was doing all of the time. So where do you start in order to put the practice and art of you of self-confidence into your life? Where do you begin in order to make self-confidence not just a belief and not just, hey, I love myself, but actually make it a practice, make it a concrete way that you walk through the world? I'm going to go through a list of beliefs that you need to release um, in order to put confidence into practice because limiting beliefs are the main thing that prevent you from living your life with confidence. They prevented me And once you're able to get through those limiting beliefs, then you can put some other practical applications to use in order to go through the world more confidently and in order to be able to live as your highest, most lovely, most leadership role type of self that you deserve to be. I feel like every girl deserves to be this. So jumping in, the first um, belief that you need to really work on releasing is that belief that confidence is based on how others see you. You know, like giving other people's opinion power over your sense of self-confidence. Okay, with the volleyball story, for example, I painted my own story and I colored the view that I had of myself. I was self-critical. I was demeaning of myself, you know, and in this process of painting this picture that I, you know, was the one saying that I was not good and I was, you know, worse or whatever, I also colored other people's vision of me. Because you're the one who ultimately decides what version of you you're putting out into the world. And whatever story you tell will be the same one that you're subliminally making other people believe about you. You know, it's not, in the end, it's not about like, oh, ugh, they all they all think I'm bad, so I must suck. A lot of the time, the reason people think you're bad is because you think you're bad. Like, you are both shaping the reality of the people around you and also shaping your own reality. So just be aware of that. Your words are your wand and your words are the wand for your life. Um, And so just also be aware of that. You know, if you're in a situation where you're feeling demeaned by a lot of the people around you, yes, one that can say something about the people around you, but two, that might also say something about the way you're handling the situation, about the way you're allowing other people to treat you or to see the situation. You know, whatever you are putting out there, you're also putting out there for them to receive. In other words, others will treat you the way you treat yourself um, and others will act accordingly because the way you treat yourself is the way you teach others to treat you. So let that be in a good way. Most of the time when you're telling a powerful story about yourself and respecting yourself, other people are going to do the exact same thing. And if they don't, they're going to be shitty and reveal their true selves and you'll know who you don't want to be around, you know. But stop giving other people's opinion the power to dictate your sense of confidence. I feel like that is the most important belief to release Um, because when you release a belief that confidence is based on how others see you, you're able to call your power back. They, They do not have that power to dictate your confidence, you know, and I guarantee there will be two types of people in this world. The great ones who respect you for your confidence 
and jealous ones who you'll realize had no place in your life. You know, you if you own your confidence, no one else in this world. And it is not only your ability to dictate this confidence, it's not only your ability to project confidence into the world and demand it, it's also your job to treat yourself with respect. Because you cannot demand and command respect from other people unless you are giving it to yourself. You simply cannot. So if you're walking through the world being like, why is no one, you know, why is everyone mean to me? Why is no one respecting me? All these people are fake. All these people. Like, first, take a good, long, hard look at yourself. What are you allowing and what story are you telling? Because honestly, the majority of the time, that is step one. And I know it sounds like a little bit harsh <laughs> and a little, I don't know. I don't know exactly what. It just sounds a little intense. But it's it's true. You know, you are the one narrating the story. And what you believe ultimately is what matters. And the majority of the time, the way other people are treating you um, is fully because, you know, you've created that story for them or you're letting them treat you that way or you're keeping them around. Get rid of them. There's another episode for that. <laughs> Go to the toxic friendships episode for that one. But uh, step two, or I would say belief number two that you need to release is getting rid of the belief that confidence is a gift of circumstance. Like I mentioned in the beginning, you get to choose confidence. You have to keep choosing it because it is in your power to choose it. And like I said with the volleyball thing, confidence is not a gift of circumstance. It does not matter how the body looks or what clothes you know that person wears or the life that they're living. A hundred percent of confidence is in your head, especially if you're living in a first world century with a roof over your head and enough food to eat. You truly get to create the story that you live in. You know, and that's 100% manifesting stuff. But decide that your confidence is not based on external circumstances. It is not a gift of circumstance. It is a choice. And it is something that you have to choose over and over again, regardless of your external circumstances. There are some things, you know, about yourself that you can change. And if that helps you with confidence, you know, whether that be doing your hair or uh, dressing a certain way, picking up a certain hobby, all of those are really important and great and can be fun little confidence boosters. But at the end of the day, especially with the things that you can't change about yourself, you have to learn how to be confident with exactly who you are at your core without all the bells and whistles because you are not your clothes. You are not your makeup. You are not your pearls. You are not your circumstances. You are you, you know, and what's important is developing a confidence practice that even if you're stripped naked and, you know, you didn't have your mans and you didn't have your clothes. As Beyonce says in her new album, here's the quote, you're still that girl. Confidence is not skin deep. You know, step step two, belief number two is understanding that confidence is not a gift of external situations. You know, it's an internal sense of worthiness and it really does stem from that sense of worthiness and validation that cannot be stripped from you because it's self-love in action. Confidence at its core is just that. It's self-love in action. You know, this is where you take that practice of self-love and you let it radiate out with the understanding that no circumstance can change that, you know? And of course, it can always be fun to add like you, yes, put on that red dress. You look hot as hell. Get it, bestie. But without that red dress, you're still the shit. You know, if you pull up to class and you're not fully dressed all the way and you had a bad night or whatever, you're still the shit because that is your internal sense of worthiness. Confidence is self-love in action. Confidence is an energy. It is not the external circumstances and it is not all the bells and whistles. And I would just really like to give you the direct Beyonce quote just because if you haven't listened to her new album, girl, you are missing out. Go listen. Um, 
So she says in that song, I'm that girl, which, mm, yes. Uh, she says, it's not the diamonds. It's not the pearls. It's not my man. It's not my bag. I'm that girl. Confidence is not circumstantial. Release that belief because it's not the diamonds. It's not the pearls, Bessie. Belief number three is branching off of this, releasing a mindset of lack. And if you haven't noticed, hint, hint, most of these things that we're talking about do actually go hand in hand with other episodes that I have released. They go hand in hand with things like manifestation, with things like the law of attraction and self-love. It is all one big, one big enchilada wrapped all together, um, like a giant essay coming full circle. I hope <laughs> I hope my academic perspective is uh, valid to you all. But um, point being, confidence is just all of this stuff that we've talked about and all this stuff that you're mastering because you rock. Um, confidence is just that in action. So, you know, if you're wanting to achieve confidence, you got to develop all those practices first. And releasing a mindset of lack is super important because confidence and abundance and success, you know, it's all never ending. There is more than enough to go around. And this is both a manifest manifesting technique and the key to confidence. Someone else's beauty or success or self-confidence is not a competition. It is not a competition. It is proof from the universe that, you know, that woman that's strong enough to love herself is fucking awesome and she's inspiration for you to do the exact same thing. Um, you also probably want to be your friend because that energy rocks. You know, if you see a, a girl who's just living it up, you're like, oh my God, I love her energy. I love her outfit, whatever. Release that belief that you have to compete with her. Girl, that is... If, if you're believing that you have to compete with her, that is coming from a mindset of lack. That is believing that there is not enough abundance, enough beauty, enough blessing to go around. When in reality, it's just pouring. There is so much to go around and look at her radiating in it. Wow. Don't you want to be her friend right now or make out with her? You know, you do you. But um, at the exact same time, she is inspiration that you can go and do the exact same thing. That is the universe proving to you that, hey, look these manifestations are possible. Confidence in that form is possible. How cool. And it belongs to you too. And releasing competition and envy feeds your confidence because suddenly you're in competition with no one. You know, if you're releasing competition and envy and releasing a mindset of lack and releasing the mindset of competition, suddenly there's room in your life for abundance and there's room in your life for confidence. You know, and if you're serious about allowing your confidence to blossom, you have to get serious about removing your sense of envy and replacing envy with motivation. If you see someone that has something you want, you know, allow that to be motivation for you to achieve it as well. Because confidence stems from a place of knowing that your beauty, your vision, your energy, they're all unique. You are in competition with no one. And the thing about society that I feel like women will get, if you're listening to this and you're you know, a woman or a guy who gets it, <laughs> a guy who gets it, you're a king. Um, society really wants women to be in competition with other women. Whether they are doing it consciously or not, it is a subconscious plug that is constantly happening. And I think a lot of the reason behind that is consumerism. You know, it's like, oh, buy this so you can be cooler than them. Listen to this music all about how you're cooler than them. <laughs> and at the end of the day, like, we're not in competition. I don't know where this happened. Um, I don't know what patriarchal standards put us under this belief, but, you know, envy and jealousy are distractions. They end up taking space in our brain and lowering our frequency rather than making room for infinite love for ourselves and for others. You know, it's in a headspace of abundance 
that confidence comes most easily because your vibration is high. You glow. You are happy. You know, you're not living in a state of comparison. And immediately, you know, when I say comparison, what's its synonym? What's its fun little twin sister? Comparison's twin sister is insecure, right? So when you're able to release comparison, there goes your insecurity, babe. You you realize that your uniqueness was your power and you realize how much abundance there is to go around. And now that you've worked on releasing those limiting beliefs, which we can totally recap just so you can write them down, focus on where they're happening in your life, like really become conscious when these thoughts pop up, you know, it's not being like, oh, Sophia, stop it. You don't need to be jealous. You know, you don't have to tell yourself that. You can just take a minute and be like, oh, I recognize I'm feeling jealous of this girl right now. Why is that? I don't need to be jealous. I really love her dress. I'll go buy that exact same dress or, oh my gosh, you know, she speaks with such charisma. Like, I really love that I also speak with such charisma. We should go be friends. Let's go see if we vibe. You know, it's noticing when you have those little thoughts and that's how you focus on removing limiting beliefs. It's little tiny dialogues moment by moment. Those affirmations that I talk about like every single episode, affirming to yourself how cool you are, (laughs) reminding yourself that you're not in competition with people. Um, To recap the beliefs we need to remove, releasing the belief that other people's um, opinions basically dictate your confidence. So releasing the belief that confidence is based on how others see you. Goodbye to that. Um, Getting rid of the belief that confidence is a gift of circumstance. No, no, no. You get to choose it. It is in your power. That's our Beyonce quote moment. And releasing a mindset of lack and comparison um, in order to make room for the abundance and the beauty in our lives. And once you've released these limiting beliefs, you know, what what you do to embody confidence, you you get to you get to basically implement. So I'm getting twisted on my words. I'm trying to find the best way to put this. Essentially, once you release those limiting beliefs, you get to implement the practices that make you that fucking girl right now. Like you become the it girl. When you release those beliefs and you get to put it into practice, um, that that's your that girl in, you know what I mean? And I'm going to give you some specifics, some specifics of what to work on to embody confidence and work on your confidence as a practice every single day. Remember that these work only when you get rid of those limiting beliefs, because if you're not careful to get rid of those limiting beliefs, confidence can really be mistaken with ego. Like, especially in today's world with all that rap music, that's like, I'm the shit and she's not, she's so ugly and I'm not like, I love that song, I Am by Flo Millie, but there's a little part in there where she's like, I have everything she's lacking. And it's like, we don't need to be in comparison. It's okay. Don't worry. You know, if you're not careful, confidence turns into the ego speaking. And instead, it's just insecurity being covered up. So make sure that your confidence is coming from a place of authenticity, that is coming from a place of genuine self-worth and of understanding that the women around you are not your competition. I did not even mean for this to become such a heavy theme in this podcast episode, but it did because honestly, like that is at the root of confidence. A lot of people feel insecure because they think that they have to compete. And at the end of the day, like that is just not true. We, we No one is asking you to compete except for your subliminal beliefs, except for advertisements, except for like occasionally the attention of men, which like, okay, that that's, that's so 2016. We don't need the attention of men. Um, But what you can do to put confidence into practice 
and stemming from a place of truly good and pure intention, I like to practice embodying my alter ego. Um, she, you know, her name is Sophia, obviously. I call her so fizzy, but embodying your alter, alter ego is visualizing yourself. You know, you're the it girl. Every time you put on makeup, do so with intention, casting your spell, that kind of thing. Before going out, I like to visualize my highest self while I'm putting on my lipstick, telling myself affirmations, like looking in the mirror and saying, oh, you're so high, you're so sexy. You know what I mean? Like I am magnetic. I am powerful. I am calling in all good energies. Everyone sees me when I walk into a room. I carry this room with my energy, you know, or in the mornings before you go to class. I am intelligent. I am well-spoken. My ideas are valid. Like all those fun little affirmations. Um, and I like to also imagine, this is a fun little visualization I do. I like to imagine Aphrodite coming down and like waving her wand on me with like an irresistibili irresistibility spell. Like right before I walk into a room, if I'm about to walk into a big room of people, I like to imagine like my guardian angel or Aphrodite like kissing me on the forehead or waving a wand and like putting an irresistibility spell or like putting a a magnetic magnetism spell on me. I don't know. And I like that visualization because bam, I'm now a magnet. Like I have magic. I have magical powers. And it's all really for you at the end of the day. Like that's what confidence is. But trust me, people will pick up on that energy. Like people pick up on it immediately. I also love to charge my jewelry with intention. I was actually just talking about this today um, on on fun full moons. I You can actually go to my TikTok. It's in uh, the description of the podcast to connect with me, but I have a lot of TikToks about like how to enchant jewelry and all that fun stuff. Um, you can charge your jewelry with intention, charge your makeup routine with manifestations. Um, like on a full moon, sometimes I like to, you know, light a candle with intentions and put my cinnamon and put my, put my um, jewelry and charge it with like this, this, this jewelry will make me like magnetic. Everyone notices me when I walk into a room, those kinds of things. Um, of course, that's all up to your spiritual interpretation, different for each person. Another thing to do, obviously, be your own hype woman. This one is the biggest thing. You know, in a in the bathroom at a party, wink at yourself in the damn mirror. Appreciate your pretty features and appreciate your incredible gifts. You know, after you give a speech, compliment your own intelligence. Uh, compliment your cleverness. Call them out. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, damn, girl, you're so smart. Or like, I'm so proud of you every single night before I go to bed. I thank myself for three things that I did that day. You know, it's like becoming your best friend, calling yourself out for all the cool things you do and all the pretty features that you have and just all the little blessings that you give into the world. Once you become your own hype woman, which, right, is tied to self-love, instant confidence because, like, you really, truly um, cannot fuck anything up when you believe that everything you're doing is awesome. <laughs> um, and understand, you know, when you're at a high vibe, this is a very important note. Uh, when you're at a high vibe, people are going to try to bring you down. This is just the way of the world. You know, if you're, vi if you're vibrating at a high frequency, people around you are just sometimes more likely to try to put you down. It's not a reason to have beef with people or to hate them. You know, it's just jealousy, um, whether it be in the form of like, oh, damn, she's so self-obsessed or, you know, just being mean to you based on like little tiny things remembering, you know, that you're not too extra and remembering that when you're comfortable in your skin, you're going to make people who aren't com comfortable, uncomfortable. Um, if they're not comfortable in their skin, they see someone who is, is sometimes people get a little bit uncomfortable, just like I was with Stacy. Like it makes people who are playing little more insecure. 
and you know there there's no hate there's no oh my god they're so annoying like why can't they just it's not it's really not that deep it's really not that dramatic like at the end of the day if someone's uncomfortable just like wish them peace and love you know like you don't need to be flexing on anyone you just you're just flexing and they will completely um elevate their lives too soon you know like if they're being mean to you that at the end of the day is not your problem but again that's an episode for a different time i just thought it was an important thing to remember um because people are going to try to bring you down and that's just a fact of life but at the end of the day confidence is for you it's not for anybody else um again people will pick up on those vibrations people will see what a magnet you are for good things um and jealous people will feel more insecure it is not your job to shrink only you are you there's no need to shrink soften or compromise i love that quote so just remember that only you are you there's no need to shrink soften or compromise people will rise to your level or they won't and here's to wishing that they will (laughs) um but yeah and also just like remembering i i feel like one of the biggest keys to self-confidence um whatever you say and whatever you do is correct it's okay it's fine you know what i mean like don't overthink situations when you're in a social situation at a party or whatever like you don't need to be like oh was i awkward am i being awkward and did i say the wrong thing what did they think of me take your focus off of how other people are perceiving you and instead focus on the energy you're giving out that would be one of the biggest practices I would say to implement. Focus on the energy you're putting out and not on how everyone else is receiving it because that's not your job. That's not your job. That's not your purpose. Your purpose is to project radiant energy and people will take it however people want to take it. That is not your concern. What your concern is, is shining. Shining as brightly as you can because you're a little star. You're a little star and I'm so proud of you. Um, And I'm so happy um, that y'all decided to come listen to the podcast today. That is all I have for you today on confidence. Um, I hope you enjoyed the Confidence Chronicles. Connect with me on uh, TikTok or shoot me an email. If you guys also have any questions or like, you know, like a little like concern in your life or question that you want to address, you can do it totally anonymously um, from an anonymous email if you'd like or whatever. Uh, You can shoot me an email, comment on one of my TikToks, whatever. I will answer that in a podcast episode if you ask me to do so i would more be more than happy to i'm grateful for each and every one of you if you want to leave us a review on spotify that would be immaculate share with your friends tell somebody who uh, wants to learn more about confidence and holistic health healing self-love spirituality that is what we do here that is what we do here in the well and worthy crew so i am so glad you all are here um and i am sending you all of my love high vibes and confidence. You got it. Go out this week and rock it. Um, Peace and love. I will see you next week. Bye-bye. See you next week, my loves. And remember that you're already enough just as you are.